Hey, my friend, you are listening to a free audio version of the He is Alive Lent study that I wrote. During this wild time, I'm begging God for it to be a time when you get to lock eyes on him for a bit and remember that in the midst of so much chaos and unknown, he is alive. Let's not wait for Easter Sunday to remember that. Let's celebrate him in the weeks leading up to it. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about something that I really hope you will join me in doing. If you want even more of God's word in your life and you love learning from amazing women Bible teachers, then you have to join our community of a thousand plus women from all over the world at Online Women's Bible Study. Go to onlinewomensbiblestudy.com for more. At the end of today's session, I'll tell you how you can get a week free plus 10% off for life. Okay, let's get started on today's session from He is Alive. I'm praying for you today, and I love you so much. Week 2, Session 1, John 1, 29-51. As always, spend a little bit of time in prayer. Praise, repent, ask, yield, then stop and listen. Read John 1, 29-51. John 1, 29-51. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. The next day again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two had heard John speak and followed Jesus, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus, and Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. Verse 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, in the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe me? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God descending, ascending and descending on the son of man. Summarize today's reading in one to three sentences or bullets. What does it mean? 
What does this say about God? What does this teach me about others and myself? Question, what did John the Baptist say to Jesus? What does this teach you about Jesus? Verse 29. How are John's and Jesus's baptisms different? Verses 31 through 34. Question, read Matthew 3, 13 through 17 and record what you learn about Jesus's baptism by John. Matthew 3, 13 through 17. And then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John, for, to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like him, like a dove coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Question. Does it reassure you that those in Scripture actually saw all that is recorded about Jesus? Verse 34. How so? Read 1 John 1, 1 through 3, and record the senses John, same author as the Gospel of John, used to experience knowing Jesus. 1 John 1, 1 through 3, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life which it was in the Father and was made manifest to us. That, that which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Question, do you struggle with not being able to see, hear, or touch Jesus? What are other ways you are convinced of Jesus? What is the significance behind Jesus being called the Lamb of God? Verse 36. For further understanding, read Exodus 12, 1 through 13, Isaiah 55, 5 through 7, 1 Peter 1, 19 through 21. Prompt, list the names that were proclaimed about Jesus. Hint, there are seven, verse 35 through 51. Question, twice the phrase come and see is listed in the English Standard Version. How have you experienced things becoming clearer, figuratively or literally, the closer you get to Jesus? Verse 39 and 46. Question, how do you think you would have responded if you were one of the disciples that day? Question, what do you learn about God being all-knowing from his interaction with Nathaniel? Verse 47 through 51. Question, what does it make you feel to know that God knows everything about you? For additional proof, read Psalm 139, 1 through 5, 13 through 18. Jeremiah 1, 5, Matthew 10, 30, 1 Corinthians 8, 3, and 13, 12. Question, are there any other questions you want to ask this passage or things to note? As always, wrap up with asking yourself, what should I do and who should I tell? Friend, I so hope you enjoyed today's session of the He is Alive Lent study, that one episode at a time you are drawing closer and closer to Jesus. Can I ask you to do one thing for me before you head off? Would you snap a pic or a screenshot of you listening to this? I want as many women as possible to have access to this free Lent study. 
after all that is happening this year, I believe we've never needed something like this more. I know that I need this so badly. And if you do post on social media, tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button for the More Than Ordinary podcast so each episode shows up as we release them. Finally, if you haven't already, sign up for Online Women's Bible Study at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. Use the promo code MOREThanOrdinary in all caps when you sign up to get 10% off for life. Plus, when you sign up today, you automatically get a week to try it out. This spring, we are going through people and passages in scripture that live more than ordinary lives. You will love it and the amazing variety of teachers. I love you so much, and I'll see you for the next session.